hey, hey, welcome to another week of Closet Confessions with Christina. I'm your host, Christina. <laughs> I, hope, I hope I'm your host. I hope I'm the only one in this closet. Um, so, thanks for being here. Please, 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 if you're not connected with me on all social media platforms, please find me, Christina Smith McCulley. On Facebook, Christina Smith McCulley on Instagram, Christina Smith on TikTok. I don't have a Snapchat. So please find me. Let me know what you think of the podcast. I love, love, love to hear your um, feedback. And if you will, go leave a review. If you're on iTunes, I don't think there's anywhere to leave one anywhere else. Like on Spotify, you can on Podbean, I think. But um, definitely iTunes if you're on there. So let's jump in to tonight's podcast right after this. Welcome to Closet Confessions with Christina's podcast, where we're going to talk about the hilarious, not-so-funny truths about the Christian walk. Some people are called to speak on stages, but the Lord has called me to share my heart from my closet. Hey, I'm Christina, mom of three, married to my high school sweetheart, multi-passionate entrepreneur who has struggled with insecurities, self-worth, depression, and all that fun stuff the world has to offer. But God... He continues to remind me he is not intimidated by my mess. And when I spend time with him, he reminds me who I am and whose I am. So if you're ready to laugh and you believe Chick-fil-A is the Lord's chicken, then come on into my closet so we can talk through this crazy life together. So, I don't know if anybody noticed, but I wasn't here last week. I'm so sorry. Um, It was a crazy week. That's what we're going to talk about, actually. I left one job, started a new job, some things were going on with kids, it just was a week of it. And normally, all week long, I kind of have an idea of what God wants me to talk about on the podcast, but usually on Sundays, He'll sometimes change that up, and sometimes not, but it happened today. I planned on talking about something else, and this morning in my quiet time, He just laid on my heart that I needed to talk about this and if it's not for you it's definitely for me I need it I need the therapy I need to get it out so you know (laughs) so we're going to talk about I don't even you know I don't think I've given a title yet but we're going to talk about what to do during a spiritual battle now some spiritual battles are very obvious I mean you see them coming A lot of people don't realize it's a spiritual battle. I know for a long time I didn't, and I still struggle with like, oh, okay, that's what's going on, because we, you know, tend to get caught up in everyday life and the things that are going on right here, right now, and yes, that is, I mean, we have to, right? We live here. I mean, as long as we live here, we got to deal with it, but I do believe that everything is spiritual. Now, some spiritual battles we probably bring on ourselves, some we don't, some come because I believe that the enemy knows something is coming up in our life and he just wants to stop us or, you know, get us in a frenzy or depression or whatever it may be. But I think the spiritual battle is going on all the time because, you know, if the enemy can't have your soul, he definitely wants your joy. He definitely wants your testimony. He doesn't want you 
sharing with anybody else how good God is. He doesn't want you to be excited about just living every day in the presence of God. So he's going to send and do things to try to, you know, hinder that. I think we probably needed to find spiritual battle or like what I mean when I say spiritual battle. You know, the Bible says in Ephesians, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the world powers of this darkness, against the spiritual forces in the evil, spiritual of, I'm sorry, spiritual forces of evil in the heavens. So basically how I view it is, is that, you know, the Bible says right now, the world kind of belongs to the enemy. You know what I mean? Like he's here Roman. I mean, he wants to cause as much chaos as he can before Jesus comes back. He wants to cause division. I mean, that is so obvious, isn't it? In our world today, like everybody is offended and everybody is divided. And that's a spiritual battle. You know, when somebody is talking about you, when somebody has said something against you, when you know, we automatically get mad at that human. But in that verse, it clearly says we're not fighting against flesh and blood. We're not fighting against a human. It's a spiritual battle. And maybe that person is being used. They don't even realize they're being used usually. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to... <laughs> sounds like I'm judging somebody. But, I mean, I mean, the first thing that the enemy does want is souls. He He doesn't want people... I mean, if he can't live in heaven with God, then why should we? Is how, you know, I don't know how he thinks, but you know what I'm saying. So if he can't have your soul, though, if you are born again, child of God, saved by the blood of Jesus, and he cannot have your soul, then he definitely wants your testimony. He doesn't want you sharing what God has done for other people, for you, I mean, to other people. And we don't, like I, like I said, we don't struggle against flesh and blood, but man, that's hard, ain't it? That's hard not to get mad at the person. It's hard to see past what they're doing to hurt us. I mean, spiritual battles can be anything. Like, really, I mean, the confusion of an important decision to make or, you know, maybe there's tension or fighting in the home, children going astray. I mean, that that all, to me, is a spiritual battle because it wants to pull us away from trusting God and from having faith in in that he's going to do what he promised he's going to do, right? Now, the enemy cannot make us do anything. He doesn't have that kind of power or that kind of control, but he definitely can whisper things in our ears. He definitely, and that's how he would, I mean, that's what I believe how it all would start. Whispering this person's ear, this person's ear, this person, you know, anything to cause that confusion and that strife and that division. That's his ultimate goal. And when we're in a spiritual battle, like I said, sometimes we don't even realize it's that. And we try to uh, fight it with weapons that aren't powerful against the spiritual battle. I said it in a different um, podcast. When you go into war in a spiritual battle, you can't use weapons like guns and knives and I about said forks but I guess that ain't a weapon but it could be a weapon you know but then we're not the weapons that we use when we're dealing with spiritual warfare now I really truly believe that something um that really helps me is when I realize it's a spiritual battle 
you know, it makes me not feel so, I don't want to say crazy, but it makes me feel like, oh, okay, okay. You know, because if somebody sneaks into your house and you don't know they're there, they are going to scare you to death, you know? They come behind you, they scare you. But if you see them coming, okay, if you know they're coming, you know what's going on, then can they scare you? No. I mean, you, you know what's going on. So when you understand that there is a war and that you are in it, it kind of really kind of relieves some of the, um, I don't want to say confusion, but it relieves some of the, uh, y'all probably know what word I'm trying to look for. <laughs> um, I'm telling you, I wasn't even going to do a podcast tonight, but I'm like, no, Christina, you're in a spiritual battle. Get your butt up and do it. You need to do it. <laughs> so I'm probably kind of all over the place today. But just knowing that you are in a war, knowing that um, is a spiritual battle. It takes the pressure off of being so angry, maybe, at the situation or the other person, I guess. Um, because when I realize they're being used by the enemy, I can fight the real, the real enemy. You know, because the enemy is not the person. Because when you try to fight the person, I mean, let's say they're talking about you. They're spreading gossip. What are you going to fight that with? Spreading gossip back? I mean, that's not going to help. What Are you going to fight it with just yelling at them and defending yourself? That's really probably not going to help. Their, their mind is already made up. So we're going to talk about what we do in the spiritual battle and what I've had to do this week because I have been in three totally different ones but all the same common denominator of what is going on here? Are you kidding me? And then realizing, oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. I get it. I see. I see what you're trying to do, enemy, but you are not going to sneak up on me. I see you coming. I see your little games. All right, it's time to go to war, which, I mean, we're in war all the time. We don't ever stop battling war, but there are times that I think we have to be more, more, uh, more engaged, uh, I don't know the word, more, um, we're just more aware of it, I guess. You know, does that, I mean, you know what I mean? Now, I believe that we can open the door for a battle ourselves with things we do, of course. And then there's also times that we're in a war that it just comes out of nowhere. You know, it just hits us from behind. You can feel it. You can see it. You feel confused. You feel frustrated. You don't know how to handle it. And you didn't do anything to deserve it. Now, that deserve word always, you know, we deserve hell. God's grace and mercy has allowed us to go to heaven. So I don't want to say that we don't deserve war, but you know what I mean? There's times that we didn't deliberately open that door, but there's times also that we do. And I think also we open the door deliberately, but unintentionally a lot with the things we watch, the things we listen to, the people we hang around with. All of those are, you know, the enemy only needs a little crack. Okay, let me tell you all a story. Ugh. The week before last, I was in my salon one morning, and I'm sitting there, and I hear something. I thought it was my stepmama coming through the back door because our washer and dryer is, like, back behind my salon. So I didn't pay no attention, and then I heard it again. I looked over there. A dang snake had crawled under the door into my salon. 
I mean, long story short, it was chasing a frog because then I saw the frog. But, oh, my word. Oh, my word. Y'all, that crack was not very big where that snake come in at. But he, all he needed was a crack. That's all he needed. That is what the enemy needs. A little crack. Things we watch. Things we listen to. People we hang around with. Places we go. All these are little cracks that allow the enemy in. And when he gets in, if there is a weakness in us, he knows it. I mean, he knows what to trigger me with. He knows what to trigger you with. He's studied us longer than we've studied ourselves. I mean, his main goal, the Bible says, is to kill, steal, and destroy. To kill our joy. To steal our hope. To destroy our peace. I mean, he is after all of it. And because he can't physically touch us or harm us, he does it by getting us mad at each other. I mean having to strive just and then of course we live in a fallen world things are going to happen you know storms can come and just take out your house and house fires and and things like that all of that just plays into his hand I think because of course that kind of stuff just steals our our joy and our peace and our trust and our hope and and all that but what do we do when we find ourselves in a war you know but also let's just throw this out here the war is the big part. The battles are the small. So every day we have battles. But then sometimes they explode into a war. I think if we're aware, though, that every single day there's probably a battle going on. Because, I mean, I mean, don't you know that like every single day there's a battle to take that piece away from you? I mean, get behind a slow driver. Or somebody pulls out in front of you. Or a rude cashier at a drive through I mean, all of them are little battles that we fight. But then also there comes wars. There comes times in our life that we're like, I don't think I can make this. I don't think I can handle this anymore. Like, I'm going to go crazy, God, if you don't change something, you know. But I I do believe, so I'm going to try to give you guys some things that I have discovered this week. Or maybe not discovered, but also what the Bible says. But um, just some, maybe some tips and some just ideas or things to remember I think the very first thing we have to remember is who we believe in who we belong to Jesus already has a victory he claimed the victory when he rose from the grave he claimed it and if we are his child then that means we have that inheritance so when we are when we find ourselves in the battle in a spiritual battle like that's what I need to remind myself, first of all. I'm yours. I'm yours, Father. I'm your daughter. You love me. You have saved me. You've promised me a place in heaven. Jesus already has the victory. Like, he's the commander-in-chief. Like, he is the head of our army, right? And I have trust and faith in him as a leader, right? I mean, think about a, a real-life commander-in-chief. Is that only a president think of a real life like general or army leader or whatever you know I don't know these words but if you don't have respect for your leader if you don't have faith that your leader is going to put your I mean like that he's that you can trust him I mean that would be a pretty scary battle to go into thinking well I can't trust him like he he, you know (laughs) I don't even know the words he's but we can trust Jesus. Like, we can. 
He's already won the victory. So that's the very first thing I try to remind myself. Another thing to remember, which we already discussed this, is that the enemy is not flesh and blood. The enemy is the enemy. And that takes the pressure off of feeling angry because, listen, I had all kind of chances to get offended this week. And, I mean, I probably did get offended, but I would quickly try to remind myself, like, they're not the enemy. The enemy's the enemy. That helps me to be able not to get offended, not to live in um, anger and get resentful because, you know, resentfulness is like a cancer and it's, it can spread very, very fast. And that doesn't do anything for me at all. And the person that you're mad at normally don't even care. So remember who your enemy is. Remember that it's the, it's the devil that is causing this offense and this conflict. And whenever they talk about, I was talking to a friend of mine, she's in a, definitely a spiritual and physical battle. She has um, a girl that is just, I mean, it's almost like a lifetime movie. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? So she was talking and she was like, I don't know how to pray for her. I don't know how to pray for her. Like, I mean, she's just done so much for my friend. It's, it's very hard to pray for this person. And I told her, I said, well, you know, I, I really believe if you talk to God the way you're talking to me, then he will soften your heart or he'll change. You know, like, I just, I feel like he wants us to talk to him. He already knows. Like, he already knows what she is, what she's telling me. He hears everything. But I think it's a um, step of honor, honoring him whenever we actually tell him. You know, because sometimes I know I've thought about... I need to pray about this. And because I've thought about it or worried about it in my mind, I've kind of thought, oh, I did pray about it. But really, I didn't, you know, because I didn't talk to God about it. I was talking to myself. or, And I, I think it's a honor to go and talk. I know whenever I forget to tell my granny something, oh, my gosh, because I'll tell everybody else and think that I told her, she'll get her little, she'll get her feelings hurt. I mean, what if? I don't, you know, I don't think God gets his feelings hurt, but I do believe it's just a way of honoring him. It's by talking to him about it. But I told my friend, I was like, talk to him like you're telling me. Tell him, I do not know how to pray for her. I don't want to pray for her. I, you know, I just, just like she told me, you know. <laughs> and I have been able to do that before, and it has changed my heart. Because resentfulness doesn't do anything for you. It just stops you in your track. So remember who the enemy is. Remember who you are actually going to war against. You know, in James 4, 7, it's a famous verse that everybody uses. And we usually use the second part, resist the devil and he will flee. And I was talking to my sister-in-law this weekend. We were talking about that, about, you know, spiritual warfare and everything. And people, we do, you know, we do use that verse. But the very first part of that verse is humble yourself before God. Resist the devil and he will flee. We need to do the first part before the second part takes place, right? Humbling ourselves is coming to God and talking to him. Talking to him. Like that's, I mean, that's basically humbling yourself. Like, God, you are holy. You know, you are my creator you you are worthy like humbling honoring him humbling selves resist the devil i think we skip some of them parts sometimes you know the final thing that i had to 
really um, work on this week or or try to try to do, which I think is, I mean, well, it's not the most important because, of course, knowing whose we are is is probably the most important. But I had to be still. I just had to be still. You know, the Bible says to stand firm when all else is left. Stand. I couldn't. You know, that's a powerful weapon. Is just standing. Just letting God do what God does. Not trying to fight it with earthly things or with words or arguments, but just being still. Knowing who God is. And in that stillness, we praise Him. We thank Him. We get in our word. You know, I I always tell people, do you journal? And they're like, what does that mean? It's a 99 cent notebook from the dollar store. Just write out some stuff. Just write out your thoughts. I mean, journaling helps me so much get things out. And sometimes I'll be so confused when I start writing. It's just like God just kind of just makes it clear. And I'm like writing to myself or reminding myself, kind of writing to remind myself of like what he says. And I've said this before in a podcast, taking sticky notes and putting them everywhere. Taking verses that remind you of who is in charge, of who your creator is, of who your savior is. And to be still and just let God work. Because we want to figure it out ourselves. We want to do it ourselves. And we want to, sometimes our pride says, I can do it myself and I can make this happen. But really, that's taking dependency off the Holy Spirit, right? And that right there to me is something that's gotten me in trouble on multiple occasions is taking dependency off of Him. Not asking Holy Spirit like, how should I handle this? What do I do? Or, you know, just taking the dependency off of him leading me or guiding me that's why the bible says be sober-minded because when we're not sober we can't hear him to guide us and to lead us you know does that make sense at all (laughs) i feel like i'm all over the place i kind of knew in my mind what what i wanted to get across but i don't know if it came out so let's just kind of recap when you're in a spiritual war which first of all remember we're always in a war we're always in we're always in battles every day and then sometimes we have the big wars but the whole world is at war i mean the enemy is at war he is warring for our souls and he is warring for our joy and our peace and our testimony so when we're at war we have to remind ourselves who already won jesus won and we have to remember who the real enemy is it's not humans it's not your neighbor that's rude it's not the cashier that didn't smile at you it's not the person who cut you off in traffic it's not the one who's gossip about you trying to run your name through the mud it's the enemy it's the enemy and then we also have to just be still not try to fight on our own but be still in the presence of god and still praise him still getting our bible you know our, our mind is renewed by the word how can it be renewed if we're not in the word and the word will strengthen us for these battles and it will show us where we need um to change things so i hope this helped you i'm sorry i missed last week i'm going to try to do that again ever (laughs) um let's pray okay dear father thank you that we can come to you at any time anywhere any place and talk to you And help us to remember to talk to you 
not just talk about you and not talk to other people about you, but also to talk to you and not to worry and fret and go over our issues with our friends, but take them to you too. Take them to you first. Thank you that you allow us to do that. Thank you that we can come to you anytime. Thank you, Jesus, for making that way. And I just pray that every single person listening to this has a fresh revelation of your love this week, of your protection, of your comfort, and that they recognize that they're in a battle, but that you've already won the war. We praise you for that, and we thank you for that, and we thank you so much for loving us. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.